0: I've cooked along so like I found it hard to breathe (laughs) hard to breathe I can't I can't I'm the worst I don't know how I'm my parents daughter I hate being on camera apart from with you
1: ops okay we're live sorry we're a little bit late part of there there was an internet delay and then we just started chatting so here we are if you're new to the EC method that is what (laughs) happened we do try it We try for one o'clock and it's usually about 10 past. So we're now nine minutes past. So I think that that is quite good form by us.
0: Well done. On schedule for us. um, Yeah, we're on time. We're on time for us. So I'm just going to quickly go in the group and just make sure Emma sometimes puts us in the wrong group, which is great. We're in the right group. I double check. Fab. (laughs) Also, sometimes one of us will have an echo. So I'm just going to check this. Just looking at all... um, Oh, God, the group kinda, is
1: great. great. I'm loving it The vibe, it is the yeah. perfect vibe. Loving all the grads posts like about this is what I struggled with at the start. Especially the ones that were, like, there's obviously a few people just starting who are like, I can't even do a push-up. How am I going to do these workouts? And then there's grads that are like, I can do a push-up at the start. And I've just done 40 push-ups because it's my 40th birthday. And I'm like, yes! Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, I, sort of, I kind of I tuned in a bit late to that whole um, sh- spiel in a good way. Spiel in a good way, um, and I just heard you be like, and then I ha- we have newbies saying I can't even do a push up, and grads being like I can do a push up. I was like, grads, be humble. And then and then I actually heard the context, and I was like, oh yeah, great. It's amazing when you see the grads coming in and basically saying. When I started, I didn't think that I should be on these calories i did i I didn't think that this would happen I didn't think this would happen, and now I'm like nine kg down doing a hundred push-ups and'm like welcome to the e c method guys, because I guarantee you you might think well that certainly won't happen for me right now. come back to us in week eight and uh, and you will be of a very different opinion of yourself. We promise you that agreed I even put that on someone's post they were like I
1: think they had said something about how nervous they were and just starting out and stuff and I was like screenshot this post and then remember like how you felt when you first wrote this because you're going to feel so much different at the end of this eight weeks and eight weeks is a pretty short period of time but it is amazing how different you can feel in eight weeks like yeah physical changes as well but how you feel and your outlook can be just completely different
0: Oh, yeah, because think about that, guys. You've, over the next, every week, you'll probably surprise yourself that you managed to hit. Or like One day, you might be like, oh, I actually managed to hit 9,000 steps this week. I'm nearly there. And then one week, you'll be like, oh, my God, I actually did 10 push-ups. Like, honestly, like, on like proper push-ups, not on my knees. Like, real kind of military fucking grade push-ups. Like, wow, I didn't think I'd get there. And then the next week, you'll be like, oh, my God, I hit my calories perfectly every day this week. And before you know it, you've proven to yourself time and time and time again you are capable of doing whatever it is you you try you set yourself uh you set out to achieve Is what i'm trying to say sorry I'm not very articulate today uh, Gosh, doing um, well. by the end of it yourself your self-belief and your ability to attack a goal i mean it's just you're you're going to be so happy you did it and we're so happy that you're here and it's january so um emma emma's got a hypertrophy goal i've got a fat loss goal we are very much all in it together
1: yeah agreed and yeah the buzz around the group is just amazing so without further ado because we want this to be relatively short so that everyone watches it before monday we want to go over everything you need to know before monday so let's start with um calories so i'm coming in i'm new where what do i do where do i go
0: okay so uh emma has if you look in okay right let's just start with this every time you come on the facebook group look in announcements this is where emma and i are going to be basically making our blanket statements that apply to all of you emma's first announcement in the group uh has a link which takes you directly to the calorie calculator which she did herself okay so hype to emma there go on that calorie calculator and calculate your calories alternatively if you don't want to do that that's absolutely fine we have loads of files that are on the facebook group in files and on my pt hub in files um and in those and i think they're also on the website aren't they yeah they are everywhere everywhere. yeah and then and that will talk you through everything from food bibles to meal plans to tracking your tracking uh, sorry a tracking guide that tracking guide is very much for beginners if you are somebody who's quite old hat at this and really knows what they're doing and very experienced, please read the advanced uh, nutrition file, the advanced tracking file. If you are new to tracking, do not read this file. We made the mistake of giving it to people who are new to an accountability Christmas. And oh, my God, the fallout <laughs> it was catastrophic. So that's really just the advanced of you, um, including Brad. And
1: just to sort of like add to that, even if you are advanced, like if I was yeah. starting this, I would use the calorie calculator Like, basically, you just want a starting point from which to monitor and adapt. Like, it doesn't, you're probably going to get very similar numbers anyway. And we would always much rather you are on the side of caution, as in being a slightly more moderate deficit than being a really big deficit and not be able to stick to that. Like, it's much easier to drop your calories than it is to increase them because it ends up just turning into often like a binge restrict cycle or just the complete lack of adherence, which doesn't give us any data to go on much better that you're on 1800 calories and being consistent and then we can make changes from there rather than you drop straight to 1500 calories which you can't stick to anyway and then you have nowhere to go and you're really starting back at the beginning again either way you would be at 1800 at some point so i i personally like i wouldn't the advanced nutrition file is there for people that want to understand the breakdown of these things like Oh, this is my maintenance calories. Some of that comes from my resting metabolic rate. Some of that comes from my energy uh, expenditure. Some of that comes from training. Like if you want to know the breakdown of that, cool, go and have a look. But in terms of practicality, what you need to stick to, just stick to the, the starting point we're giving you for fat loss or, or for maintenance or for hypertrophy. All of them will, will require monitoring and adapting, and that's what the coaching aspect is.
0: Yeah, it just absolutely completely back everything Emma said. Um, the best calorie calculator that we all have to work on here is you. <laughs> we start you somewhere. We monitor what happens to you over the next two weeks. We're not going to make any changes in week two, guys, unless it's unless you're struggling to adhere. We ain't changing a thing. Um, that's the only caveat. If you're like, well, actually I really can't do this. Uh, this is too, that's when we come in and make changes. I don't, we don't, otherwise, no, you stay there for at least two weeks. Um, and then we can get a good idea. We want you weighing in every morning fasted with no food or drink in your system. And we want you making, a note every day of your weight. And then we take your lowest weekly weigh in as your official weigh in for that week. And we monitor you over the next two weeks. Uh, and in two weeks time, we'll see, are you trending down? Are you staying the same? Are you trending up? What's your goal? And we we will make adjustments as and when we need to. We've had clients go the full eight weeks, sign on for another round two, do 16 weeks, another round three, 24 weeks, never not once have we had to touch anything that they're doing. So bear that in mind for those of you who kind of scare easy and think that every time you get a higher way in, we're gonna change something or what we're doing isn't working sit tight and trust us um and that's what i would say on the weighing in and data uh emma what else yeah i think just to like push that
1: point home about not getting too obsessed with the numbers or my fitness pal or what your apple watch says or anything like that like i i went for a walk with my dad yesterday we bumped into this woman and she she had like this um app on her phone that told her like um nature walks or something like walkways And she was like, there's meant to be a walkway here. And, like, we know the area really well. And we are like, oh, well, there isn't. Like, (laughs) and she was like, but look on this app. Like, there is one here. And I was like, oh, yeah, it does say there is one. But, like, there isn't one here. Like, there is no walkway here. Like, there isn't a, like, path for walking here. End of story. And, And she was just so anxious. She just kept showing me the app. And it's like, And I was telling my dad, I was like, that's what it reminds me of when people keep telling me my Fitbit says that I should be losing, you know, or my Fitbit says that I burnt a thousand calories in that workout. Why am I not losing weight? Okay, but you're not losing weight. And that's the fact. Like this is, it's like comparing real life facts that we know. We know if you're not losing weight, you're not in an energy deficit over time. That's what we know doesn't matter if every single app in the world tells you that you are you're not because this is real (laughs) life and I was like that's what it reminded me of with this woman I was like I know what the app says but you're like there is clearly no path here like anyway that that reminds (laughs) me of that
0: that's a great analogy. This is why I exactly full circle, the best calorie calculator that we have to go on is you. And it's even then going to take us a couple of weeks to really know what your body is doing with what you're doing, with your output and your intake. Um, so please trust us, stay patient. And you know, this is this is a meme, but it's a meme for a reason. And I forget until I'm in a fat loss phase again, and I start panicking, and I all get wrapped up in my own head trust the process if you've got two coaches emma and i who are very qualified and very experienced telling you what to do please trust us we ain't we, if you come out the next eight weeks and you haven't achieved one thing that you shout to achieve shame on emma and i and it's never happened before and it won't happen yet uh, it won't happen now so so yeah trust us um what else right so re-workouts if you have weights at home we want you i'm gonna regret sitting up guys if it looks like i'm like lounging being like such a a douchebag it's just because i've got a a trap that keeps going into spasm and if i lean back it doesn't do it um right so re-workouts if you have any kind of resistance anything at home bands trx medicine ball kettlebell barbell dumbbell anything that is what we want you using in any and all of your workouts do the home weighted workouts Look at the home bodyweight workouts, figure out how you can make everything weighted. Um, if you don't, don't worry. Just do home body weight. Um Emma and I are big believers in getting resistance bands. Um, so Emma, I'm pretty sure have you put the link up yet? If not, uh it's world. been
1: thrown around in the group, but I'll put it up again. They're like 10 quid and they just make if they mean that you can do a hell of a lot at home and it's it's quite hard to hit all of your body parts with just body weight. Whereas if you've got a band, like, it's still hard, but you can do it. And we've programmed in a way that you will make sure that you are working all of your body parts in an equal way, which is exactly what we want. So do get the band. A couple of people have asked, like, how many workouts do we need to do a week? Minimum of three, maximum of six. Do as many as you want in between those, but do a bare minimum of three. And as I said, maximum of six. Something that often comes up is what's more important, steps or workouts. They aren't comparable. They are two different things that have two different benefits. Something that we have to reiterate a lot, and I think a lot of people, because they're using like their Apple Watch or something, are like, oh, I don't burn as many calories as I used to in this workout. Workouts are not for burning calories. They're for building muscle. The rest of the day, you can focus on burning calories by making sure that your diet's on point and by making sure that you're active. That's why steps aren't comparable to a workout. Like, it's not an either or, it's a both. They both have their own benefits, so you need to do both of them. Um, Yeah. But remember as well that steps are a weekly average, so we absolutely know that some of you will have very busy days where you can't get as many steps in, that's just life. But you could do more steps on the weekend when you do have more time. So remember, that's an average as well.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. I think a couple of people have already asked me what's best for workout days, rest days in terms of a split. I like to recommend you do, say, an upper body, lower body, core, rest, and then either repeat that or repeat one that you're weakest in, whether it's aesthetically or performance. So say that's lower body, do a lower body. Or do that twice and then have a second rest every week or just repeat that cycle. Um, And that is really typically how Emma and I would would like you to do it just because it means you're hitting every body part. You're not doing anything back to back. You're getting rest and then you can go again. Um, But, yeah, you'll have weeks, like Emma said, where you struggle to do, let's say, five workouts. It's difficult. And you'll have weeks where you end up doing six. Exactly what Emma said about steps. You'll have days where you hit 12K steps and it was easy. And you'll have days where you're really struggling to come past eight. And that's just part of it. Um, as we said, uh, just an average is all, all we need. Just a little bit of kind of rough consistency is all we really need from you guys. Uh, what else? So, we're going to, we've got, uh, so self
1: assessments, they go in on a Sunday. I've noticed that some people have already done them. You don't need to do them this week because we start tomorrow. So, tomorrow, like next Sunday, you should do your self assessment. And then we download the responses between Sunday and Monday morning. So remember that we need time to actually look over things before we jump on the live. So I'm going to say 10am Monday is the last time you can do your self-assessment for the week. That's where we collect all your questions for the week, for the podcast, for, for the live. And then um, we'll answer them throughout the week. Normally it takes us about three lives to get through them.
0: Yeah. Takes forever um just quickly um calorie and macros so in your calorie bracket as you will know we want you hitting 100 grams minimum of protein anywhere up to 150 if you're a woman we'll take it if you're a man 150 to 200 um we want you getting fruit or veg in every one of your meals throughout the course of the day um for health and also especially if you're in fat loss satiety um and then refats and carbs um I personally really like women to make sure that they're getting a minimum of 40 grams of fat in a day, there or thereabouts. Um, But really, Emma and I don't care how you split up your fats and carbs beyond that. As long as you're hitting protein, fruit and veg and in calories, that's really all you need to worry about. So please don't get bogged down. We might actually have to do a topic podcast on carbs at some point because I think there's still every round we still get clients who are like i can't believe like surely i'm not gonna lose weight and it's like okay we well i think we've done it once before maybe we might need to do it again i've seen a couple of comments already which make me think we will um i think it's a good
1: um topic to cover and i would actually say like although we like we give you completely free reign like if you want to go high fat low carb or low fat high carb that's fine we prefer you sitting somewhere in the middle. you know, fats are essential. So I think the bare minimum I would let anyone away with is 0.5 grams per kilogram body weight, but closer to one gram per kilogram body weight is probably better. After that, there isn't, in terms of your physiology, much benefit to having more fat, whereas there is in terms of having more carbs. So not only are carbs better for fueling high-intensity exercise, they're also better for recovery, they also are in many ways anabolic via their um insulin mediated anabolic responses and i just think actually erring on the side of slightly higher carb if you are like just looking at like optimizing your physique is probably a better thing and even if you're just looking at making your diet easier if you're having a higher carbohydrate diet you're going to have a higher volume diet which because fat is double well over double the calories so per gram fat is nine calories per gram whereas carbohydrates and protein are only four calories per gram that means that you can eat more volume of protein and carbs than you can of fat for the same given calories makes it fairly easy like a fair bit easier while you're dieting so although you need some fat I probably would err on the side of higher carb and I know that a lot of people have this like a bit of a carb fear so we will touch on that but I just think there are more benefits to increasing your carbs than there are to increasing your
0: fats. I couldn't agree more, especially when you're talking about physique. I'm sorry, but it is better to probably be a bit higher carb and a bit lower fat when in a deficit, if you have real physique goals and or performance goals in the gym, keeping up that energy expenditure. Amazing points that Emma just raised about uh, the anabolic kind of benefit of carbohydrates and we will get asked we, we haven't yet but i'm sure we will about meal timing emra i don't care when you eat we really want you to to kind of make sure that you're getting a bare minimum of 20 grams of protein in your meals throughout the day um really spaced you know two three four hours apart um and that's for uh, muscle protein synthesis reasons um but a great point on um carbs and i mean it's not if you want to train fasted if you get up at like 6am and you get your training done you don't have time to cook breakfast eat breakfast wait for it to digest absolutely fine I train fasted all the time not every day but like pretty much every week I'll have a couple fasted sessions in there um post workout nutrition for me is like i mean i would say and i don't i don't actually know me and emma haven't really spoken about this but i'm, I'm gonna guess she's gonna say the same thing for me i consider to be very important I, and ideally uh, uh protein and carbohydrates exactly for the reasons that emma just said getting that protein to the muscle um basically refueling replenishing rehydrating your muscle bellies it's really important it's a really good idea uh, so post-workout nutrition i'm much more of a stickler for them pre um Emma, what are your thoughts on kind of meal timing and stuff like that throughout the day? Yeah, I mean, meal timing in
1: terms of your fat loss doesn't matter from a physiological perspective, but it massively matters from a behavioral perspective, which yeah. is why things like not eating after 6 pm or giving yourself like eating windows work. It's not because calories store at different times of the day or that if you go to sleep and you've just eaten then you won't burn those calories like that isn't how things work but from a behavioral standpoint when are you most likely to overeat if you you, um (laughs) if you set yourself like a rule that you stop eating after dinner for example it's not the time of day it's the behavior so, from a yeah. behavioral standpoint, yes, meal timings can be important. From a physiological standpoint, really, you don't need to stress about that. Um.
0: Yeah, exactly. They yeah, say, sorry, Bertie's got a treat, and this is where he likes to growl and show it off. Um, so, yeah, exactly what Emma said. I think there's this old kind of myth that, you know, eating every two hours is great for metabolism. Um, no. That's just not something that you guys need to think about or be concerned with. Um, like we say, protein kind of at regular intervals throughout the course of the day, that really is important. Um, and again, yeah, just to just to lay that home, post-workout nutrition I think is important. Don't worry, though, guys. A lot of people be like, I feel sick for an hour after I work out. I can't eat obviously don't eat if you feel sick the anabolic window has been proven to be a lot longer than people want to sort it was so if you have to wait an hour post-workout before you eat fine but hey let's hedge our bets if you can get it in sooner get it in agreed um
1: and then the interesting thing about that uh myth about keeping the anabolic fire burning is that you actually increase your metabolic rate slightly not to a, a point that would make it like a reason to do it fat loss but if you're fasting slightly increase your metabolic rate so it's the complete
0: opposite yeah exactly um what else do we have any questions
1: we've got loads of questions but i think a couple more things to go through right okay so we've done workouts uh workouts we've talked about the step goal talked about self-assessment
0: oh i have one People will say, oh, I like doing my workouts with my PT. I like doing my Peloton. I like doing this. Is that okay? We've got a question here
1: being like, can I run three times a week? Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you love the workouts that you're doing, if you love... The only time that Emma and I might come in and be like, maybe let's try to ask for a bit, is if we... Start to get somewhere towards the end and your physique is not where you particularly want it to be. And don't get me wrong, guys, physique results take time. But if you're like, oh, actually, like, I'm not sure that I'm starting to look how how I want to look. That's probably when Emma and I will come in and be like, please do our workouts, or at least read the details, which is a tab at the top of every workout where we talk you through how to exhaust the muscle from home. We talk you through different sets and reps ranges and why. Um, and kind of getting that understanding is only going to benefit you in terms of your physique results. So at least read those details.
1: Yeah, I agree. Basically, the only time we would say you might want to change it is if you aren't getting the results that you want. That yeah, that might exactly. be why. But with things like, oh, can I run? I really still enjoy running. Yes, absolutely. That's brilliant. And if that's a way mm-hmm. you're going to get in your extra steps as well, like, fantastic. So yeah. you And there are some people who come in with, like, their training programs already and they want to stick to them, and that's absolutely fine as well. They just use us for the nutrition side and the accountability side. So do what works for you. But as long as you're getting three resistance training workouts in a week, we are happy. Okay. A couple of questions. Can we message you without like on the app? And the answer to that is no, no messages get checked on the app whatsoever. So do not message us there. Everything should be done in the Facebook group. If you need to message us privately about something that is private, i.e. like not coaching, but something else, then you can, direct messages probably the best on instagram because for some reason yeah. facebook seems to go to like others folder or you get blocked if we're not like directly friends or something so the best place to contact would be on instagram but please try and keep everything in the group it's a big group it's more than manageable in the group but if everyone dm does it would not be manageable and the other point of it is like we get these really great threads with so much information on them that not only can other people learn from that, which is part of, partly why it's so great, but also, okay, so you asked us this a couple of weeks ago, we can look back and see our full conversation and all the explanations and what we said last time and how we changed things and what we might need to change this time. It's actually a really good way for us to coach. So please use that and please try and make sure that you're tagging us because it's so easy for us to miss stuff. Like the, the group's just open, so I know it's like big and buzzing, but... If you don't tag us with your specific questions, we might miss them. So please tag.
0: Yeah. And anyone, listen, if you do want to DM Emma or I on Instagram, I know that I really need you to give me a heads up on Facebook that you're about to do that because otherwise your message will drown. Yeah. Or if you I just put it at like the
1: front, it. like, if you just put it EC at the EC method or something, <laughs> so we know it's yeah. you.
0: Yeah. we need that because emma and i get inundated with dms every day um and yeah just a heads up that you're gonna do it um would be great uh and yeah as emma said if it's about coaching keep it in the group if it's much more personal we we, every round we get women dming us like i'm pregnant (laughs) which is fantastic but that's appropriate for a dm um so that uh and yeah that's about it Okay, um,
1: where, do we record, where, where do we record our progress photos and wait, is it in the app? Yes, put everything in the app. We, we technically can see your progress photos. We won't look at them unless you want us to look at them. Like they are completely confidential. Although we, we do share transformation photos, they are always approved by you. So it's yes, I'm happy for you to share this. We would never ever share anything that you weren't happy with. You don't need to post them in the group, but you do need to take the progress photos and the the app is completely secure. No one can get in there or see them or anything. And as I said, we, w- we technically could go in and look at everyone's, but we don't unless you want us to. So please don't worry about taking the progress photos or that other people might see them because they won't.
0: Yeah, uh, I, yeah, agreed. We won't use anything without your permission. A lot of you are going to get to the end and be like, oh, I wish I'd taken progress photos, but I was too scared or too shy or I hated my body too much. And Just a couple things on that. Don't hate your body. You're here because you love your body. You're here because you want to treat your body well. And you're here because you know what your body is capable of. So celebrate that. There are a lot of people out there who would kill to be able to say those things. And the second thing I would say is take the damn progress picture because you're going to be really, really angry with yourself if you get to the end and you didn't.
1: Agreed. Um, can you add your own workouts to the PT Hub app? Yeah, if you want to, you can absolutely do that. You can use it just to track your own sort of training. That's great. Um, oh, someone else has answered that. that. Okay. Is, is there a benefit to that way round? not sure what, maybe she was talking about post-workout nutrition? Um, Okay, let's let's just uh, move on from that one. Um, If you do have any questions, just post again. The point about carbs, um, sorry, the point about calories, easier to come down than to go up. Does that Mm -hmm. mean that we should try to eat as much of our calorie allowance as possible? Or is it a maximum and try to save a lot off if possible? This is a really good question. So as much as we, like, your calorie target is the average for the week, which means that you can save calories one day and eat a little bit more the other days. But what we don't want to do is kind of take the piss with that, which just turns into a glorified binge restrict cycle where you're like, oh, I'll try and stick to 800 calories during the week so that I can eat 4,000 calories on the weekend. No, that, that's actually be sensible because we want to fuel your life we want to feel your workout you want to make sure you're recovering well we want to make sure you're enjoying food not just on the weekend but throughout the week as well so if you are saving calories we try and like as a bit of a rule say try not to drop more than 20 percent of your calories so if you were on 1800 calories you wouldn't want to drop more than 240
0: 240 yeah
1: 260. right 260
0: that's it that's what i said no wait 180 plus 180 is 300 oh. and yeah so even 20 20 percent from maintenance is a lot that's why we want to start you at 10 because <laughs> like i'm like think about it if you go from 360 minus two you're talking you're starting at 1600 and 40 calorie bracket right from the offer you might not need to go that low so why not go higher and if you do need yeah yeah.
1: i was just totally talking about um saving your calories for the weekend or things like that we don't want you to really drop below 20 percent of that um and also because we want you to get in your fruit and veg every day we want you to get in whole grains every day we want you to get in your fats every day your protein target very hard to do if you drop your calories too low I think what you're asking as well is like technically I always talk about your calorie allowance as a maximum if fat loss is your goal and your protein target as a minimum but that doesn't mean that you should be like oh it's a maximum so I'll just be like 800 calories under my target no like a bigger deficit isn't always better in fact the the complete opposite is true not just from an adherence point of view but in terms of the amount of weight that you're losing coming from fat and not lean body mass, your relationship with food, like your exercise performance, your general life performance, like so many reasons we don't want to drop calories too soon or if at all, like you probably don't even need to do it and actually if you look at like the the cost benefit of dropping calories by a hundred, like it really doesn't add up, so if if you're I don't know, like a bit into your fat loss journey and you're on 1,600 calories and you're like, I'm going to drop my calories to 1,500 because I don't think this is working. You wouldn't even see that on the scales. Like, that would be 700 extra calories of a deficit a week. That's less than half a pound on the scales. It's it's not a sense... The, the, the scales aren't sensitive enough to measure that little fat loss. Whereas that, from a behavioural standpoint, might be the difference between being able to adhere to your diet... And not adhere to your diet. So that's important as well. That you don't drop your calories too soon. So yeah. basically stick to the calorie target. Yes.
0: Agree. And people come into this and they're like. Um, oh I'll be able to. We talked about this on the live the other day. I'll be able to. I'll be able to. I'll be able to. Give it a few weeks. Give it a few weeks. And you're going to start to really. Really struggle. And at that point. We don't particularly want to start increasing your calories. If fat loss is still the goal. So please trust us. For we say start higher, and if we need to go lower, we will. Okay, excelente. Someone's asking
1: where the self-assessment is. The self-assessment is in the units section, but it's also pinned on the announcement post. Um, yeah. Becky's saying hi, ladies. I've had someone message me on Instagram saying they haven't had any emails. I've told them to drop you a message. Um, I've tried to keep on top of all DMs. So I will get through them and I will send the link, but they really need to look in their emails and it has been sent. Like, it's not me being like, <laughs> I'm not resending the emails. I've resent it numerous times, but it's also triggered from your payment. Like it's the email that you paid with. You definitely, like if you've made payment, you have the email. There isn't yeah. like a user error there from our side. Like it will just be in your junk at like somewhere in your like promotions folder or somewhere so please do look because a lot of the time people are like I don't have the email and I'm like it's in your junk and they're like no it's not and then they're like oh wait yeah it is which is fine but that's where it is so that's how you get (laughs) in the group Um, or they'll be
0: like wait I haven't paid yet and we're like
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's either that or this is why we check because a lot of the time it's like oh I thought I paid but I haven't paid and I'm like oh that's why you don't have the email <laughs> from your payment. <laughs> um, I don't do any exercise currently. What would be a good starting
0: goal? Starting goal? Great. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. Oh, go, I on. Was going to say, go on. I was going to say, great question. I think let's start you making sure that you're hitting a minimum of 10,000 steps a day, even if you have to go out for a walk. Half an hour every single day, whatever it is, minimum of 10,000 steps a day. And I would say by midweek, aim to do at least one workout pick any workout of your choice absolutely take it at your own pace at your own speed we're not expecting somebody who's never done a workout before to come in and drop down and do two minutes of burpees it's not going to happen take it at your own pace take it at your own speed be very very easy and gentle with yourself if you're not used to working out and we will build from there but i would say aim for a midweek start and then aim to do a second one by the end of the week and i think that's a perfect place to start a newbie emma what are your thoughts on that
1: i agree And I think if you're looking at the workouts and they seem really tough, just just do one round. That's a great start. Like if it's a circuit and it says do three rounds, just do one to start with. And then maybe you get two in a couple of days and then you're working up to the full workout. It honestly doesn't matter where you start as long as you're progressing. That's all we care about. And you'll be so amazed by how quickly you progress like it might be hard to do one round of a circuit when you're starting by the end of this eight weeks you'll be smashing out all three rounds so yeah excellent very glad you're here and you're gonna see amazing results because when you go from doing nothing to something like we love that it's like so exciting because your results are just so quick um kate is asking when we weigh ourselves every morning do we just keep and that a note of it ourselves I would put it in the app because then all the data is there and you don't lose wherever you're keeping a note of it. Like, just put it in the app. And then you also what you get is quite a nice little graph. And then you'll be able yeah. to see the fact that, like, weight fluctuates even if it is trending downwards. And that's quite cool yeah. to see as well on, like, a visual.
0: Yeah, my weight has fluctuated from thir- 63, can you imagine, 32 kg? Of- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was just my legs
0: <laughs> oh my god we're such so geeks we're such coaching geeks oh my god. sorry um my weight's been fluctuating from like 63 point something to sit like the high 63 points to the low 62 points all week up and down and up and down and up and down and so obviously i'm going on my my week one is my lowest weekly weight so i think it's 62.2 but I likely won't see that again tomorrow. The point is, is that please do not message Emma and I panicking. I mean, you're all going to do it anyway. So don't <laughs> worry, we're, <laughs> we're expecting it. Do not panic if you like, oh my God, two days ago it said 62 kg and today it says 63. Yes, welcome to weighing scales. This is how they work. This is what they do. Don't panic. All we want to see is over time, that lowest weekly weight starting to pop up more and more and eventually start to trend down. That is successful fat loss. And that is likely, um, it's really kind of the pattern we want to see as well in terms of those who have a physique goal. Any drastic drops, they might happen in week one with a change of diet. Um, they might, you might get kind of a whoosh effect, but typically if that's happening all the time, then your physique's going to suffer.
1: Agreed. And please remember as well that like any fluctuations up the way, like any acute fluctuations in weight generally are not fat loss. Like fat loss takes time. So if you've suddenly gone up a kilogram overnight, it is impossible for that to be fat. Like it isn't. So don't stress about that. What some people do find as well in week one is that their weight actually goes up because they've increased food volume so much, which is absolutely fine and completely normal. So please don't stress too much. And then other people find that they drop like massively in the first couple of weeks. Again, completely fine, normal, but do expect that to slow because it won't always be that quick um yeah next question hey you guys that's how it's written by the way obviously the gyms are now shut and i was all geared up for my new routine from the accountability christmas i have a tiny bit of weights at home and i've managed to borrow some from the gym so i've got but they're a lot lighter than normal um can I still progress okay with the same weights each week and bad workouts just changing tempo and managing say an extra rep etc will this still work okay Sorry if I sorry I've been lucky enough to have a gym most of the time this year and it's thrown me off a little bit
0: Yeah I feel you babe Um yeah uh yeah the answer to that is yes It's absolutely fine if you now have to use whatever equipment that you have at home and that means that your sets and reps are going to have to change in order for you to reach muscle fatigue again if you read the details at the top of the workouts i do give you tips and tricks on how to do that from home they involve things like time under tension which is typically five seconds up five seconds down in the lift itself things like pulses so like again five little pulses in at the peak of the lift itself so at the squat Holds like five second holds. I like the rule of five. It's easy to remember. It tends to work a treat. um Things like that. There are ways for you to for you guys to fatigue that muscle with what you have at home. But yes, if you know that you have to add on another set or a few more reps, do just really try and do the tips that I've given you to to fatigue in in the right ranges. Emma, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I completely agree with that. The other thing that I would add, which you've kind of touched on already, is. I've, like, I mean, I'm trying to build muscle at home and I only have, like, a couple of dumbbells that are really, really light. Not that I'm particularly strong, but anyway, the the thing that I've changed, and I mean, I don't know if this has really worked yet, but I've started really thinking about the muscle I'm trying to work. So really think about that muscle and instead of thinking, oh, can I squeeze in an extra rep? Like, almost change the way you view, like, I want to make each rep really work and that sometimes means really hurt as well so that means like pausing at the top of movements doing them extremely slowly but also thinking about like instead of just doing a push up everyone can like rep out well not everyone but people can rep out 10 push-ups and just not really think about the execution of them but you do 10 push-ups really slow thinking about engaging your pecs thinking about pulling your lats in thinking about pushing through your triceps it's a completely different exercise and has completely different response. Oh, hey
0: James! Hello. Hello. Uh, right, work hard, eat protein, don't eat fast food. You're welcome. Thank you. Don't eat fast food. Yeah, yeah. Great coaching tip from James. Work from. really hard in the gym. Stop fanning around. <laughs> the gyms are closed. Okay. Another great <laughs> coaching tip. From. Work really hard
1: at home. Use your body weight and follow what the girls say. You're welcome. There
0: we go. Yeah. <laughs> the end. All I got there, That's Tom. Wait. Um, um, well, don't sell
1: drugs to kids <laughs> sell them to adults it's much better you're welcome kids, yeah, don't
0: them have them any money
1: <laughs> kids don't
0: have any money for drugs yeah yeah um yeah uh, sorry oh well done james it's completely thrown me what were we saying i think we that. Oh, thinking, of the, we've thinking of the muscle this is something as well yeah i do too now i think maybe it comes with like age and training maturity i don't know like i no longer go in like thinking about i don't know the bikini i want to wear or like so i actually like to think about the muscle that i'm trying to work and whether or not uh what i'm doing is really putting that stimulus on it and it's so much fun it really focuses your training so completely agree with emma but i swear i didn't used to do that and i should have <laughs> no i don't and no. i think you and go through things like, 15 15, like to do that yeah. yeah
1: um and i think now being at home is a good time to start reminding yourself to do it again and also because you don't have the same weights and things that you might have and then there's really interesting research and some of it I didn't really understand like how it works but shows that even thinking about lifting weights could increase muscle mass which is like yeah (laughs) but yeah like it your your mind is pretty freaking amazing so yeah start dreaming Uh, about lifting
0: weights you'll get better gains there are there are powerlifters that do that really focus on um, uh, what do we what, what the nocebo effect so kind of so the nocebo effect is if you constantly tell yourself you're not going to get stronger you're dieting so you're going to get weaker this isn't going to work actually like studies show that that has a huge negative impact on your results and that can be applied to any aspect of life so what they do is when they cut and stuff they really tell themselves that they're going to get stronger they work on their technique they work on um well, yeah, it's a kind of skill. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And what happens is they tend to get stronger. And it's not because they're thinking, now I'll be strong, and kaboom, it happens. It's because then they basically start acting in a way which is going to increase their strength. So when they're training, how are they training? What are they thinking about in the lifts themselves? And it fucking works. So everybody take that into account. Emma, what a brilliant point. I don't think we've ever talked about that before.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. it is really interesting. We should do a podcast on placebo and no sebo, no SIBO. but it kind of relates to other yeah. things. Like even when you think about bodybuilders or people that are like, Oh, I'm going to have my post-workout nutrition straight after my workout. Like we now know that you don't need to do that. However, who do you think's less likely to miss a protein feeding? Someone who's <laughs> like, I'm definitely going to have this after my workout or someone who's like, Meh, within a couple of hours I'll get something. But sometimes you don't. And you know what, yeah. like after a couple of weeks, a couple of months of doing that, and you're missing a feeding every day, potentially, like actually that can add up. So you yeah. do see yeah. better results when you focus on these things. And although it, they might not be like quote unquote needed, sometimes it just makes me like, I don't know, just make sure that you actually do the thing that you said you were going to do or that you know that you should yeah. be doing.
0: Yeah, okay. I think being a bit sometimes as well makes it a bit more fun like you know you're in control at all times the more you feel oppressed by your goal the harder you're going to find it the more you're like kind of a bit amped up to be in control the more fun it is and the more achievable it is
1: agreed okay um can we use your recipes from your new book until we get used to tracking calories and macros
0: absolutely yes you feel free to use any and every recipe from my book but absolutely simultaneously and i do say this in the meal plan and the food bible file on on the ec method files i want you to track alongside it track alongside what you're cooking what you're making so you learn as you go but it's a nice place to start with like ballpark calorie and macro meals ballpark calorie and macro days but yeah track alongside it because this is that's where we want to get you guys um
1: Referring to running, is it better to do before or after weights or does
0: it matter? Um, Uh, I would say after or on rest days, Emma.
1: Yeah, ideally you'd uh, split these up so they're not too close together because there are some opposing adaptations to resistance training in comparison to endurance training. But realistically, for most of us, it doesn't hugely matter. Like if I prefer if you prefer going for a run beforehand because it gives you a bit of a warm-up and it acts as a bit of a warm-up for you great if you want to do it after fine because you want to prioritize your weights like that makes sense as well equally if you could do it on a completely different day that might be even better but unless you're like an elite level athlete in either like powerlifting or an endurance event like it the adaptations don't really matter, and you can be very good at running and very good at lifting weights. You just can't be your absolute best at either, because there are some adaptations. But actually, being pretty damn good at both is quite a cool place to be, anyway. Oh, Emily, yeah. um, Emily, you talk about your non-negotiable, no, 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 no non-negotiables. Please, could you explain this a little more? So this is a term I use just to basically talk about the things that you need to do every day to get you closer to your results. And for the EC method, we've come up with these and they are sticking to your calories, getting your protein in, getting your steps in, um, getting your workouts in. Now, that still counts if it's a rest day. Like it's, Some of these are weekly averages. So, for example, you want to get at least three workouts in a week. You want to get 10,000 steps in a day, but that's a weekly average. Twelve thousand would be even better um and your calories are obviously a weekly average. your protein is a daily target because it's not stored in the same way as calories are um but those are your non negotiables, and actually the idea behind when we first talked about these is that they're meant to be sort of minimums, so like yeah. for me, when I talk about my non-negotiables I'm like it is non-negotiable that every day I will get up and I'll do a workout, maybe not every day but I'll do a workout, I'll go outside, I'll eat good nutritious foods. Like These are my non-negotiables. But there might be days where I also go to the gym or I also do yeah. something extra. Like, oh, I didn't just hit my steps today, I actually did 5,000 extra steps today. Or I didn't just hit my protein today, I actually managed to get in more protein. I didn't just get five, uh, five fruit and veg, I managed to get in eight today. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's basically the bare minimum. You need to tick off every day so that you know that at the end of that day, when we ask you, are you closer to your goals today than when you woke up? You can reply saying yes, because I've ticked these boxes.
0: Yep. Nothing to add. I back it.
1: Okay. Michelle, I think she means shave, not save, i.e. eat less equals lose more weight. I think I meant save, not Shame. I don't know. I don't know. Um, are you able to quickly go through some rough examples of our daily food, what our daily food intake might look like? You've got meal plan examples, right? Are they in the Yeah, there's meal. Plans. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Guys,
1: I don't think we should talk through one because they're all there uh,
0: in the we, files. We don't need to talk through it. We get this every single round people asking questions like that, which are literally, there's a whole file full go look at the meal plans, look at the food bible, it's talked about in both files, make sure that you have a good reading of everything, because I know it might seem like a lot, we make a point to make the file short and sweet, easy to digest, and it will give you understanding, um, that, I mean, I don't think any other coaching plan will give you, so read through everything.
1: Agreed, um, uh, hello, gyms are closed in my area, (laughs) me too hon. um, I have some weights and a resistance band at home. I have both weighted workouts and resistance band workouts in my app. By the way, everyone has all workouts, just so you know. Do I do both of those workouts over the week or just it's the resistance or just the weighted ones, please? Okay, here's the hierarchy of training. Number one, gym workouts, whether you can adapt them to home or you have access to the gym because you live in Australia. Number two, weighted home workouts. And then if you don't have weights, then you do number three, which is your resistance band slash body weight workouts.
0: Yep, preach it. And and also guys, really do read the details at the top of the workouts, because I talk you through, for example, if you just have dumbbells and you've got dumbbell workouts can be done upper body and lower body, then do two of those every week, Um, never two days in a row, so you're, you're resting your body properly for a really effective hypertrophy. Um, so make sure you read those details. Agreed, okay, if we if
1: we have PCOS, should we be upping our steps above 10,000 step mark? Not necessarily, but if you can, then that's great. Steps are just another way of um, kind of, I feel like up to 10,000 steps, steps are for health. And above that, it's just another way to expend energy. Like, yeah. so we want you to get a minimum of 10,000. And then, you know, if you want to do more, because there's, you could look at it two ways. Like, if you, I mean, you can create a deficit purely from increasing your steps. Like, if you wanted to go from doing 10,000 steps a day to, I don't know, like 16,000 steps a day, that probably create a big enough deficit to start losing weight if you kept your diet exactly the same. But what makes sense is to use both sides of the energy balance equation. So we drop your calories a bit. We increase your expenditure a bit. And then that's how we create a deficit. Someone with PCOS may have a slightly lower basal metabolic rate, which means their maintenance needs are slightly less, which means that they may have to diet on slightly lower calories or increase their energy expenditure or a combination of the two. However, that isn't everyone with PCOS which is why we don't say, do you have PCOS? Okay, let's slash your calories. We just adapt as we would with anyone. Like, it's great that you shared that information with us because then we have that when we know when we're coaching you. Okay, maybe this person does need to err on the side of lower calories. But I've got mates with PCOS who certainly don't have a lower resting metabolic rate. And Chloe doesn't seem to either. Like, it doesn't affect everyone the same way. And to some extent, if you carry a lot of muscle mass, you can augment that. So, we know that your lean body mass dictates a large extent of your basal metabolic rate. And if you have more lean body mass, but you also have PCOS, that doesn't necessarily mean that you would have a lower basal metabolic rate.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Just two quick points on that, guys. We never want you overtraining, that includes doing a crazy step count, or undereating, that means slashing your calories. That's why we always try and give you a really happy, healthy balance of good, nutritious diet in a deficit. And a good kind of healthy output with your training and your steps. Um, absolutely, what i said, we don't know yet. Exactly what we said in the beginning, we need a couple of weeks of data. We don't know yet if we might need to lower your calories, your expenditure, and we won't know for a couple weeks. So the key now is to get 100% consistent on your calories, 100% consistent with your steps, even if you're only hitting 9,000, get consistent with it and 100% consistent with your workouts for two weeks, and then we will be able to look at everything you're doing and tell you if you need to make changes. But we can't, we will not do, do that right off the bat because we simply don't know yet.
1: Okay, next question from Lisa. I'm five foot 2 I'm 50 kilograms, and my calorie calculator says I should be on 1,500 calories. This seems a little bit low. Should I stick with it? So if your goal is fat loss, I, I actually unfortunately think that sounds probably about right for a 50 kilogram woman, I mean, it depends how active you are. But if you're like 10,000 steps, you weigh 50 kilograms, I imagine that 1500 calories is gonna create like a decent deficit for you. But we're more than happy for you to start on higher calories if you wanna start on higher calories. But and, and also if that's your maintenance, then maybe it is a little bit low. But if fat loss is the goal, then probably about there is a pretty decent place.
0: Yeah, I agree. Feel free to do it in a bracket of between 15 to 1600, hitting the minimums that we've mentioned. Perfectly happy with that. The smaller you are, the less calories you need. The more sedentary you are, the less calories you need. Um, and that's just that's just basic, you know, biology. Um, but yeah, exactly what Emmy said. Look, if, if that is intimidating you right off the bat, then we might immediately run into adherence issues, which is an issue. Um, In which case, absolutely feel free to start maybe at 17 to 1800 bracket and see how you go from there. But, like I say, the main thing is we get some adherence and some consistency under our belts right off the bat.
1: Agreed. Um, Andrea is asking where the nutrition plans are. They are in the file section, so they're pinned on the announcement post and they're also on the file section in the app as well. Guys, they are the same files in the group and on the app, they're just in two different places. So don't yeah. stress if you can only see them in one place for some reason.
0: Um, yeah, and that's like somebody who was a bit of a late sign up, so then any time after yesterday afternoon, it's likely that you're not gonna see the files on the app because my PT Hub is really fun that way. But that's exactly why we put them all on Facebook so that nobody misses them.
1: Yeah uh Lindsay, currently only allowed out once a day to exercise thanks boris was that is that actually the rule yeah it's once but it's unlimited amount isn't it because yeah, there's that yeah, meme of like i will walk 500 miles or something like one bout of exercise
0: fine
1: <laughs> i don't know if that's the
0: same as the <laughs> scots really love that song do you guys like? Is that like your anthem? Or it's, literally like like
1: pop- anthem. it's literally like the anthem. They sing it on New Year's. <laughs> it's like this big thing on New Year's always. I
0: love that. I don't know I why. Love that.
1: I love. <laughs> I, I remember first moving up, yeah, and everyone just started singing it as if we should all know the song. And I was like, <sighs> "All right." I don't know. What I mean, going. luckily the words are quite easy, so I was in there.
0: And they're also very apt for you. And Also, you know, on the podcast, like in 10 episodes, I've had four Scottish people. (laughs) You guys are taking over the health and fitness industry. So funny.
1: Oh, so tips for getting steps in at home.
0: Um, Dancing,
1: doing like marching on the spot. If you're watching something like a lot of people watch the lives while they march on the spot, which I think is quite good. Um, I mean, a home treadmill would be obviously excellent. But there's loads of things. There's actually quite a lot of things on YouTube that are like, little like step classes, which apparently yeah, are quite yeah. fun. So try I walk that, and talk. generally just like moving, moving around at
0: home. Walk and talk on the phone, get up every time you have a phone call in the day, whether it's work or personal, get up and walk around. Like even if it's just pacing your kitchen, just get up and walk around. I also, um, obviously just going out for a walk every We'll get your steps up. Um, And also, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, I can't remember. Bear with me. Carry on with the next one. Okay, Liz. I really
1: suffer from bloating. I think it's linked to digestion and hormones. Um, It really affects my weight. Any tips or supplements? I think, so one thing is, you've mentioned hormones here, and I don't know if this is, like, around your cycle, but it's actually completely normal, and I wouldn't necessarily try and change it, like it's good that you've noticed it because then when you see the scales go up before your period, then you're not like, oh my God, I put on loads of fat. You're like, oh yeah, I always bloated this time of month. This is completely normal. Like I actually yeah. and I don't know the extent to your bloating. If it's like impacting your quality of life and it's painful, go and see your doctor. If it's yeah. just like I mean I bloat before my period. I think it's completely normal. And I think sometimes oh, yeah. we overthink these things like yeah, I remember having a client who was insisted that she would just bloat all the time, and, and it turned out it was just, like, food. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, Yo, well, you've eaten something. So we all, like, bloat after eating. It's not really bloating. It's just the fact that, that all that food that was once on your plate is now in your stomach so that you, like, expand slightly. That's that's the normal yeah. digestive process. So Don't overthink it, and it probably wouldn't do anything but if it is impacting your quality of life or it's painful do go and see your doctor because there's probably something they can do to help
0: yeah I agree guys the week before my period it's like I've never worked out a day in my life like my body is just basically just like blubber. (laughs) and I always know because I look in the mirror and I'm like what happened (laughs) who is that like what happened in a day and the sales will typically go up anywhere between two to four kg overnight i do mean overnight and they will stay there for at least five days and i will look like shit for at least five days and then it's like a miracle one day i wake up walk into the bathroom to weigh in i look lean again and i've dropped right back down again exactly what emma said this is just human biology there's nothing you can do again like look you might find that if you're having a like extortionately high fiber that might be doing it or if you're having if you've got a really kind of high sodium intake a high salt intake um in your diet that might be doing it but kind of a moderate to high fiber intake is good same with salt one long as you've got a good water intake on you as well um, and exactly what emma said like it's just one of those things that unless you really are kind of getting either emotionally distressed or physically distressed by it it's one of those things you just have to accept about being in a human body. Um, but yeah, exactly what i said. If you are distressed, go to your doctor or go to a dietitian. Whatever you need to do, get it, get it looked at.
1: Agreed. I think this comes up quite a lot with like menstrual cycle. Like probably one of the most common questions we get is like, how do I stop weight gain around my menstrual cycle? And you don't. You don't. Like you don't stop it. It's just part of being a woman. Like you appreciate the fact that you are a fully functioning hormonally responsive woman and that that's just what happens for those years of your life. Like just deal with it and, I, and acknowledging it is good. What I will say is that if you have like awful symptoms, go and see your GP because there is a lot that people can do about these things now and just to regulate your hormones. Um, but it's completely normal to put on weight before your cycle and it's not something that we would want or need to adapt or take any supplements for. Um, So there's that. Okay, next question. If we want to do home workouts, can you suggest which ones to do or literally mix and match what what you've loaded in the files? I think we've covered this, but basically if you're doing home workouts and you have weights, do the weighted workouts. If you're not, then do the unweighted workouts and do at least three a week.
0: And read, at the top of every workout, it's going to say details. Click that tab and read it. Agreed.
1: Right. I think we've got to the end of most of these. Is there anything we want to cover before we start on Monday?
0: Well, we covered people doing their own workouts instead of ours. We covered the structure of our workouts, what's, what's optimal, what's kind of acceptable, minimum workouts a week, minimum calories, minimum protein, fruit and veg in every meal, Minimum fats, carbs. The rest of the time. Tag MRI if you need us, even in your comments, guys. Even if you just if you reply to a comment and we're not tagged, we're not going to see it. Okay. So tag us, tag us, tag us. We will be here every day, three lives a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, always at one PM, at, at least while lockdown. PM. Usually. <laughs> Usually. Per- at least while lockdown is is you know the only time we struggle with that <laughs> is when lockdown gets lifted and real life comes yeah, back. We actually we have, have to- a life. Yeah, shock, who knew? I mean, I really don't have that much of a life. (laughs) But um, there's that. And then, um, yeah, tag us if you need us, if you're stuck. And we're really happy you guys chose us. We know there's so many amazing coaches out there. There's so many bad coaches out there. Whichever way you look at it, we're really happy you chose us. So thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm so happy so many people are here. And everyone seems so excited to get going. And the community in the group is amazing. And I think especially the newbies commenting being like, oh this already looks amazing and all the grads have been so helpful so thank you guys for making everyone feel welcome because everyone is welcome here if it's your fifth round if it's your first round if it's anywhere in between and yeah we're, we're so excited and really honoured that like we get to coach you so if you are feeling a little bit apprehensive or nervous like don't be we are here to help you and we will help you all the way through and there is app absolutely no need to be worried about anything no matter what your starting point even if you think everyone else is fitter than you trust me there's probably like a hundred of you thinking that it's not the case and it doesn't matter anyway
0: no oh my god emma and i said there's people in the ec method that are in better shape than we are <laughs> and we're your coaches like we're not all coming from the same place we don't all have the same goal we all have different priorities in life but we're all here because hopefully we're all trying to get a bit fit bit healthy like that's the main thing that's the common denominator um and the last thing also that I wanted to say was don't worry if you have a few slip-ups in the first few days or weeks it happens we have people who really don't manage to get that momentum going until halfway through sometimes towards the end and then they come back on another round everybody's some people will jump right in and smash it right off the bat Everyone's doing this at their own pace, so talk to Emma and I so we can help you get on track as soon as possible. But please don't panic or beat yourself up if you if you have a few slip ups in the beginning. We will get you there. Be honest with us, talk to us, and we can help you. Yes,
1: and that's a really interesting point, actually, about like some some of you guys are fitter than us or can do like really cool stuff or is certainly leaner than us at certain points, and. I had this big discussion with this personal trainer in my DMs for ages. I think it like really riled me up, but they were like I would never ask a client to do anything I couldn't do. I just think it like I just don't agree with it. Like imagine your PT telling you to do 50 push-ups and they can't even do 50 push-ups. And I was like I tell my clients to do stuff I can't do all the time. And then I said like about my back injury and they were like yeah, yeah, it doesn't count if you're injured. And I was like no, no, even before that, like I'm not only have i worked with like high level athletes but like also some of my like quote unquote gen pop clients way fitter than i am like why yes. would i limit my clients by my own
0: ability it doesn't make any yeah, sense it would make you a really shit coach yeah i was like you are never- so self-obsessed i like i set i helped james up help his calories his macros his training like at the moment both of us have packed on a bit of weight so we're both going into a bit of a shred (laughs) um and i and he's doing stuff that i could never in a million years room to do but you bet your ass i'm going to push him to do it because i know he fucking can that's what a good coach does like this guy is ridiculous sorry no
1: cancel yeah cancel cancel okay well um just checking we don't have oh can I just double check? You said weigh in every day for the next two weeks. Yeah, guys, weigh every single morning, first thing. Same, completely fasted. Get up, go for a wee, get on the scales, put your put your weight down. It will be a real eye opener as to weight fluctuations and pro- hopefully help like take the emotion away from the scales and see how inaccurate it is yeah. as a acute measure of changes in body composition.
0: Yeah. 99.9% of people will find that it alleviates the uh, the scale fear and pressure and madness. However, we do get the odd person who actually makes it worse for. So if you get to the end of the two weeks and this is you, then what we want you to do is stop doing that completely and instead pick a day, so say every Monday morning, and every three weeks jump on and do a and in or four weeks jump on and do a And We have less data to work with, but we'd much rather that you enjoyed this journey then constantly felt panicked by the scale. So if that's you, again, talk to us. We'll come up with other strategies. Also, waist measurements are great. Monthly progress pictures are great. So there are other things we can do for you.
1: Agreed. Right. Well, we'll actually
0: see y'all tomorrow at 1 (laughs) p.m.